Why are you always so terrifying, Craig? <laughs> Scare the shit out of me every time. I swear no to way God. to get you in the podcasting mood without Craig getting right in there. <laughs> getting up in your ear. <laughs> now recording. Sending. <laughs> sending all vital information to Motherland. Huh? What was that, Craig? For all the people who aren't listening to the Discord call while it's live, hello and welcome to Aiming for Mediocrity, the only podcast that aims for just below the bar and still somehow never gets there. Um, today with me, I have one of our new hosts, Travis. Hello. What's good? <laughs> and what I am is? your faithful host, Terry. Uh, what did you say, buddy? I said what's good again. Oh, okay. It's just that good. I just have to know how good it is. What does it do? What does it do? So, uh, so I guess I have a, a real question for you. Let's just uh, bring it down a minute. I know we've said mm -hmm. some jokes tonight and we've made some laughs, but uh, what is good, Travis? Man, not too much these days. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, every day it's like, oh, God, there, here's more bad news. Uh, you know, now we got fire tornadoes. <laughs> so that's a fucking bingo card. What did you have for 2020? Oh, did you have, you know, anybody surviving? Nope. All right. You win. Mm, you nope. just win Everybody it all. There's no did. one left to contest it. Yeah. Right. Fuck it. <laughs> so today I wanted to talk about nature. So not just fire tornadoes, but the fact that me and you grew up in literally the woods. Uh, mm. We were both the last, like, power line <laughs> like on the road. <laughs> like, oh, if yeah. If you go pat one house down is just a shanty club. That's it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just outhouses and groups of people that live inside of trees that is where we grew up in the middle of the woods so i just wanted to talk about that a little bit like uh when people when people always talk about like mowing the lawn like the lawn for me was just where like the wild growth ended like there was yeah. <laughs> like our yard in quotations was just like all right this is where the wild berries grow this is where the wild mushrooms grow. And then here's some patches of moss we'll call yard. That is, <laughs> that's where you play. That's, that's where you get to go. That's like when you, people talk about it a lot. If you live in like Northern California and some of those like nicer areas, like you don't really have lawns because you're just that deep into the woods. And that's mm. where it is, but it's not nice where we, <laughs> like there's no, there's no like gorgeous, like there was a couple like gorgeous homes, but for the most part, it's just like really poor people living in the middle of the woods um driveways were never cemented i always knew i was going to like an upscale place if they weren't in town and their driveway was still paved i always thought that was crazy yeah it's like how did you do that like who did you have to bribe exactly like like your parents can can afford sealant like i was always like it's like yeah if you have like concrete that's one thing like just like large pieces of concrete you could steal those from places but when people mm -hmm. had like full-on like like sealed or it was like asphalt I was like, oh, my God, like, your dad has a job? Like, well, what? <laughs> Is your dad a doctor? <laughs> you know, it's just like their parents just didn't work at, like, a <laughs> gas station. That was the big difference. <laughs> uh, so what was it like for you living on not just a dirt road, but a dirt road that basically connects to nothingness? Like, <laughs> like you could just march off into the trees and never be saw again, seen just again. Like, what's that nowhere. like? Yeah. It's so weird, especially, like, I didn't really explore it until I got older, but because, like, when I was a little kid, I was just terrified. I thought, I thought the woods were coming to get me, and, like, because, you know, it gets, like, there's dark, and then there's how dark it is when there's, like, a cloudy night or something out in the middle of the woods, and it's just, like, so fucking eerie, because, like... Because, like, what? It's, it's, like... I don't know how to put it, you know? It's just like, <laughs> you feel like as soon as it gets that level of dark, you're like, everything is watching me. <laughs> like... well, dude, there's something scary. So, like, you know, if you grow up in town, you get it. It's nighttime. There's always, like, light pollution. But in movies, you know, there there's always actually, like, other stuff lighting up the screen. It's never actually dark. But that's not mm. actually what it's like if you're in the middle of nowhere and there's no lights. So one thing, if you live in the countryside, there's no light pollution, so you can see the stars. That's neat, right? Like that, you look up, oh, they stars. That's cool. There's a millions. Except for if it's not a, a starry night, if it's a cloudy night, and there's nothing overhead, or if it's overcast, and there's no, you know, 
light pollution. It's pitch black. It's like you it's went blind. just the void. Like it's like close your eyes and then like put your hands over your eyes so light can't come through. Like, and it's like when you watch a movie with like and it's in the jungle, we always hear like crazy stuff in the background. That's what the woods sound like at night. It's not just crickets. It like there, there's really there's is. trees and vermin and and also uh, trees. Like the trees are making noise, but they do though when the, the wind blows. Like the trees they do make noise. They and shit. Yeah, and snap and shit falls. It's like oh my god. It's just so Especially scary. One thing like it took me so long to realize what they were because like. You know, I used to sit out, not outside, outside, I guess. Like, I used to sit in a camper and, like, smoke and sh- and shit like that. Because, like, you don't just, like, unless you have light, you don't just, like, stand out in the dark and, like, smoke, really. <laughs> like, find a garage or something. Like, Jesus. But, like, owls, man. Birds make the weirdest fucking noises. When they get pissed off at each other, they literally sound like a Power Rangers dinosaur fucking, like, <laughs> clip. Like, I never... I was trying to figure... Because, like, I thought I was crazy for a while because I heard this noise, and I was like, dude, that... What is that noise? I was like, never heard that in my fucking life. And it turns out when owls get on each other's turf and don't like each other, they make some horrifying fucking noises. It's like when you find out. out what a bald eagle actually sounds like. Like, it's oh, not God. the caw that people put in movies. No. Like, there's a really freaky like, noise that it makes that they change. Like, they retconned history because they're like, yeah. well, that's our national bird. So it's got to make a different noise. Owls <laughs> make, like, terrifying noises. <laughs> Yeah, it's not holy ooh, shit. It's like I murder. <laughs> like it's they'll make it those. Like they'll Craig, make those okay? a couple times. Those are the ones you hear when you're on vacation. It's not the ones when you hear like one's hunting something and then something comes on its like hunting grounds. It sounds like fucking somebody finally successfully summoned a demon or some shit like they definitely did and that's what the woods are and like even as you get a little bit older like now the woods are cool now you have like a bigger playground right like you're not just playing on the weird mossy thing that you call a yard that your dad still mows for some reason like i remember seeing my dad go out there with like the lawnmower or my mom with like a weed whacker or whatever and i'm like i'm like why are you mowing that that's not even grass that's straight up like wheat growing here we're just in the middle of nowhere like how why are you growing it? like there's, <laughs> there's for real there, there, there's like, like like some swamp plants growing like some cattails and shit and i'm like why are yeah. you that's the, the swamp you don't need to mow it it's fine you don't need to mow it like, that was always the weirdest not. thing my dad did that shit too my like, dad why? did the same shit too. just let it grow we're in the middle of it'll cover the house so people can't find us you know and i say people i mean the strange swamp monsters that live in the trees like there's no people out here who are you trying to impress okay you can't see our lawn from the road anyways because the road is they call it a two track where we come from because it only fits mm-hmm. one car <laughs> yep, it doesn't even fit cars. If you have a four-wheeler you could probably get there Oh, for sure, for sure. Maybe one of those like side by sides, something, something off road, definitely not big. Exactly. The thing that I always think about, uh, because I play a lot of Dirt Rally. If you if you've ever heard of Dirt, it's a it's a video game where you play as like the rally racing cars. So like like what Travis Pastrana did for a little while there, it's essentially it's like these little low to the ground Subarus that can't flip because they're so low and they drift in the woods. Right. If you've ever seen that, that's what rally racing is. And where we come from, it's actually really famous for rally racing and in the winter because it looks like when you watch it on TV, they're in the middle of a very lush forest that no one lives in except for uh-uh, spoilers. People do live there. Two people live there. Me and Travis. <laughs> <laughs> And we're just sitting there watching out the window, like, who the fuck is that? Like, why the hell are there cars drifting around us? And like, other, like no, people aren't like, there's no one for miles. I'm like, no, we're here. We're just in the woods. <laughs> we're just farther away from the road. <laughs> but like, that's where, that's we, where we grow up. What's that? I think that's one thing. Like we talked about in one of the other podcasts too. Is like, oh, we we've definitely people... mentioned it before. We we would like tell people that we lived in the woods and they'd be like, Oh yeah, I live in the woods too. And it was just like they kinda mm-hmm. did, but no, like No, you have a tree in your yard. There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> We're like when you watch like a Hansel and Gretel movie and like they get they go off the path and there's a witch's mm. like hut and it's like in the back of trees and like it's like built into a rock somehow. Like that's where we live. Like that yeah. scene that was filmed next to where we grew up. <laughs> like there's no way to get there unless you're lost. It's like trying to find the island from Pirates of the Caribbean. You can only get there if you've been there before. <laughs> there's no other way. I know like we talk about it a lot. It's come up in lots of podcasts, but I always laugh because like 
our addresses weren't correct because it just said the road. We lived on county roads. Like there's so many of them were so, so dense in the woods. They just stopped naming them. So they just started numbering them. You live on county road one, you live on county road two, except for they're, they're even more lazy than you think. It's not just county road one or two, it's county road one, but then it's like switches off into like, like full on like tributaries, like a river. And it's still county road one, even though it's on a completely different path. So you can have an address that says county road one, like you know one 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 whatever your address is but you'll never actually find it like it's not on a map anywhere (laughs) there's there's no way so you need like a tracker and a guide and you got to be able to read the stars and have a compass and a sundial (laughs) if you want to find the correct location my favorite thing living that far in the woods was uh was buses so where, where we come from if you go to public school Everybody, the bus has to get to you in order for you to go to that school and the school can't claim you unless like the bus can get to you. So if you're in the right area, if you fall into the right county district line, whatever, they have to incorporate you into the bus route. That's the deal. So even if you live like an hour away from town, that bus is coming to fucking get you like that. Is, yes, it is. That's the rule. Yes. It so is. like when, when you see people like they're like, oh, I walked to school or, you know, I rode the bus. It's like a few minutes like me and Travis, our bus ride was like two hours long. <laughs> first one on last one off first yeah. one on last one off exactly and you're just in the middle Whoa. of fucking nowhere Whoa. don't get turn your camera off what are you doing Whoa. i don't want to see that shit no one wants to see Whoa. that shit Whoa. But, so so Whoa, like these bus rides for no hours and the best part was when you'd get a substitute bus drivers because people forget bus drivers are people too they need to take a day off because we're fucking horrible and they live in the middle of the woods they're fucking driving <laughs> through the middle of nowhere every goddamn day that gets tiring it takes a tax on you so the, you get the substitute bus drivers are like where the fuck am i and they get scared because the the canopy is overgrown and there's not people <laughs> around for miles you think you're about to enter and like enter a stephen king's short story where like you've just driven just a little bit off the beaten path and you're going to take this right and you're going to be in a new town except for that new town doesn't exist inside of time once you're there you're there forever so there's elvis and there's uh <laughs> Uh, Janis Joplin. I'm pretty sure I'm referencing a real Stephen King novel. We got to be careful there. I'm pretty sure that actually happens. Like a couple <laughs> goes off and a beaten path, ends up in a small town, and they can't and leave. Tupac was there, and, Tup- <laughs> <laughs> and he told two friends, and they told two friends. <laughs> but that's what it's like living in the woods. And so these substitute bus drivers would be like, "Are we? Am I still going? The-? Like they would check in with like a six year old, like just the right way. You live here, like are you sure? Like you're not about to be eaten by the witch of the woods? You're like, no, no, no. Witch of the woods is my aunt. It's cool. Like we can, you can drop me off here still. It's fine. It's just her um, morning here. She good. Don't worry she about good. it. She hasn't she come good. into society because she can't find her way back to town, so she just lives here now. It's it's all good. But like I remember, <laughs> I remember one time the substitute he did the check in. He was like, "You sure this is your?" Place? I'm like, "This is my place." He was like, "I just was checking because like the power line stops." And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "But there's two more kids on the." And I was like, "Yep, like that's where you have chosen to pick up your new career, bud. Like you mm-hmm. now live that where deep you backwoods to where some people still don't have electricity. It's 1999, but you know what? We're going with this. Like that's what's happening Welcome. here." Welcome to Rock Bottom Slim. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was just so ridiculous. Like, like I remember taking like long bike rides, which I shouldn't have been doing because I could have just been kidnapped at any time. There was no cell phones. My mom's I rule was be back shit. before tomorrow. Like that was the rule. Like you're just like on a bike for days, and you're on like dirt. You didn't bring a water bottle. Like there's no road. Sometimes you just take the bike into the woods. Like fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like I got big tires. Like what were I we think, doing, I, dude? I think about that so much because like when I was younger, I would like I don't know why, but like I would just go on walks, like super long fucking walks, and it wasn't like what else down you the road do? or anything. We didn't have electricity. Like, <laughs> exactly, and I would go like through the field and like through where we would take like the four wheelers and shit and it's like dude so far in the middle of the woods like anything like i could get like especially as young as i was like could have been mauled by anything and like i've been attemptedly mauled by many things as it was anyway so it's just like when i was older i i didn't walk too far away and i was like it was one day i was like so afraid because it was nighttime and i was like so afraid of it at night and i used to walk at night all the fucking time and like you said ride bikes from like there all the way to but town the woods and is like different that. when you know what is out there 
Yeah, because, like, as I got older, I was like, dude, I was fucking nuts when I was younger. I was like, I'm so terrified of all the shit that's out here. And I used to just be out, like, I'm like, in the moment, now that I'm afraid, I used to be out there walking around with, like, a stick being like, I'll oh, fuck it, I'll, I'll fight it. I miss the hubris I had as a child. Just like, you know what? whatever comes at me, I'll fight him off. What do I have with me? Well, I have some Beetleborgs light up shoes. I have my red lightning huffy because nothing can outrun a red lightning huffy except for everything because it's me pedaling it, you dumbass. The lightning bolt on it does not make it go faster, but it did look sweet. And then, you know, I would have like an action figure with me, you know, just in case my red Power Ranger, he's got my back. He's good. Yeah, dude. He's the homie. (laughs) Like there was, there was nothing to be had, and we would just go off for miles in the middle of nowhere. Like my wife still to this day makes fun of me because if I'm in the woods, I can navigate wherever. I can always find my way mm-hmm. back, no matter where I am. But if I'm in the city, I'm like, I have no idea where I am. Where so am like, I? Two what street is this? East. Like we what just got shit? off the highway. You're fine. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, that post office mm-mm. looks weird. I don't know where I am. Like we, we would uh, go to Flint because we're. I don't know, if you if this first time listening, we live in Michigan. And uh, we would go to Flint because, like, that's the nearby city. So there, there's stuff mm-hmm. to do there, bars and whatnot. And we'd go to Flint, and my wife would catch me, like, freaking out. She's like, you're not afraid of anything. Why are you freaking out? And I was like, I don't know where we are. She's like, the car I'm is lost. right there. <laughs> you're fine. Like, we parked there, and we walked across the street. And I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, that's a different building. Uh, why are the buildings so tall here? <laughs> I remember I got made fun of a lot because I was like, all the skyscrapers are like, there are no skyscrapers in Flint. And I was like, yeah, man, that building's like 12 stories. They're like, that's not a skyscraper. I was like, listen, we don't have shit that tall where I come listen, from. Listen. Like, we have trees. If it's a tree, is that thing, that makes sense. We don't fucking have buildings. If it's two stories, you know you're rich. That's that's the big difference. You got money. Oh, shit. New challenger approaches. Dave has joined the chat. I'll have him hop on. Let's do this. <laughs> Dave, Dave didn't grow up in the woods, but he did adventure out there with us. Yeah, he did. He did have to come visit us at some point. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Just wonderful. You're on Aiming for Mediocrity, the show you host. Just as an FYI. Oh shit! Wrong studio. I figured I would drop you in to let you know that you're being recorded before you start talking about all of your uh, your crazy diabolical schemes. Oh, oh mm-hmm. of course, of course. So what we were talking about was living in the middle of the woods and how strange it was. You didn't live in the middle of the woods, but you did live in rural Michigan and you did come visit us at our homes. What was it like exploring it for someone who did live on like a paved road in a house with power (laughs) and a phone line? Okay, you said you live out in the woods, but on one side of our property line, there was a power plant. And on the other (laughs) side of our our property line, there was an elk farm. (laughs) So like, you know, mixed bag, I guess. Radioactive elk? It's such a weird place. Like when you think about Dave got bit by a radioactive elk. And now at night, it's the elk man. (laughs) 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 Uh, I talk about like having elk farms. When people like talk about it, they're like, what? Like, like an elk and i was like yeah they're like that's like i've had people go they're real like 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 elk like you think deer you think moose people don't think about the in-between which i was if it was a if it was like a a pokemon evolution change elk would be in the middle oh absolutely (laughs) moose is the final form and the deer is like the pikachu level but like (laughs) but like don't downplay that elk are still fucking scary Elk are elk will fucking cut you wide open like swords. Okay, <laughs> elk are huge. You can ride an elk. Like when, like one of my favorite animes of all time, Princess Mononoke. He he rides a deer, but it's a fucking elk. Okay, let's be yeah. real. And that is exactly what we would see just running around. So when people talk about elk, they're like, "Oh, it's crazy! I gotta hunt elk. It's so cool." Like it's nothing to us because we grew up in the middle of the fucking wilderness for some reason. Like no, Almost yeah, we've got elk all over the place. Yeah, I remember like. Fuck. like like the the first few times that like you guys would come over and you'd hear just like this loud fucking bang and and I'd be like you'd be like what the fuck is that that sounds like a goddamn explosion and I'm just like no that's the power plant that's fine the power plant just exploding for no reason yeah, you know, <laughs> where we live fucking bursting of fucking ash out of the smokestack like I there was a whole like three years that was only the time they were concerned I want to note this they were only concerned for a few years where mm-hmm. um. Uh, so we live next to a power plant and the power plant produced too much pollution for modern standards. So they said you cannot burn tires anymore, which is a real thing they were doing to produce electricity. They were burning tires. It sounds was crazy, also, but this is a real thing. 
was also across the street from an elementary school. From an elementary school. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, from an like, elementary school. It's like this fucked up game of hop, of, of hopscotch with the, the fucking zoning laws in this town. You, you go from residential area where my house was, and then you go straight to a power plant, and on the other side of that, fucking elementary school. Bit. And if you take one more block, it's a liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> and in between all of that, same street, churches. <laughs> and two oh bars. God. That's turtles all the way down. So, so, so the liquor store, the churches, the bars, the power plant, the elementary school, all next to each other, and then in between, Dave. So, so they 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 were burning they were burning tires, right? And this is a thing that all power plants do. Sorry to burst your bubble. Like even the ones that say they're healthy, they're not. They burned tires for a long fucking time. So people were like, no more of that. And the power plants like, that's fine. We can burn other stuff, right? Eh, here's the thing people forget if you burn anything it's pollution like there's a reason why it's all carcinogens even like if you burn a fucking candle it's pollution you just don't think it it's the same it's fire right it's all the same so people petitioned they're gonna stop doing tires here's the thing about burning tires though to burn rubber like you gotta it's gotta be fucking hot like really hot right they actually produced more pollution when they stopped burning tires because they didn't burn shit as hot. Because yeah. it's just easier for them to do. And when they started doing that, oh, lo and behold, the ash falls closer to the see, elementary school. See, what they should have done was burn clean coal. <laughs> and that's when everything turned black. <laughs> I remember at the park, they had those plastic covers over the fences. And I put my hand on them and walked the length of my hand on it and pulled my hand off. And it was fucking black. <laughs> I was like, like oh. And, and that's why Travis has six fingers on each hand. Mm -hmm. Like, we had a jungle gym in my backyard, which was also covered in soot. <laughs> the side of my house, covered in fucking soot. <laughs> So at one point they were considering doing clean coal. I think mostly what they burn now is like a different kind of like wood pellet combined with a bunch of other things that still sound really gross when you hear it, but like it's as best as they can do. It's a fucking power plant, right? Yeah. Um, but I remember my mom explaining to me what people called clean coal. She she got two pieces of coal out, of, out for the grill and she was like, Terry, look at this is coal and this is clean coal. And I said, Mom, these are the same thing. And now that's a meme because of the office. <laughs> like, look at these two pictures. They're the same. It's because it is. No, it's coal is fucking coal. <laughs> My God. Oh, but yeah, the black soot. And like, again, so like we joke like, oh, Dave didn't live in the woods. He lived next to our power plant. But if you take one more block next to it, that elk farm goes for like 200 miles. It's yeah, like it's and, still and like, dense forest. And like I had a big backyard for being in town. And you had a huge like, backyard. Yeah, at the at the very end of it, up until like the fence where the power plant property started, <laughs> like there was like a tiny, tiny little like grove of pine trees. But like these were tall fucking trees. Like these were huge pine trees. Not and it wasn't like just because skyscrapers, was, they would call yeah. it where we live. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like just because I was a kid, like, wow, that's a big tree. It's like, no, that is a big, that's a big fucking ass tree. tree. <laughs> and like I would just, you know, go play back there in the pine needles and shit. And one year I go back there and like, oh, there's just kind of like this weird fucking like almost like a oh, that's a bear den. We need to not <laughs> we need to not be here. And so I just ran back into the house. The thing is like the only thing that separated people from bears. Like that's the thing. When people talk about bears, like they're like, oh my god, that's crazy. That actually happened. People sometimes don't believe you. They see it on YouTube where like a bear walked up to someone's house. Like bears like really aren't afraid of people. Like they're pretty acclimated to us at this point. Same thing with like deer. Deer don't run away unless they hear a loud noise. Like deer will walk up to a person if they've been near a town long enough. But like where we live, it's so close to the wilderness, there's lots of animals that have now become accustomed. So like bears being like in town is not a crazy occurrence. Like it's really close. Like that's where the food is, if you think about it. So like the only thing that protected us from bears are like a thin like aluminum fence. Like, yeah. It's like chain link. Like good luck. <laughs> this keeps bears out, right? Like no, it doesn't keep bear out. Are you crazy? And like I was a dumbass. I played around in that bear den. Fuck yeah, it was a perfect fort. Yeah, fucking right it was. You did not live in the woods unless you played in an upturned tree that a bear slept in as a fort because it's <laughs> the perfect fort. Like, people people don't know if you don't live in the woods. Like, if you ever see, like, a strange mound, you're like, oh, lots of ants live there. It's because a tree fell over and all the roots came up and it carried the ground with it because there were so many roots. Now, that's a lean-to, okay? Like, that's perfect. Yeah, like, you, know what, you know what that is to a kid? It's free fucking real estate. It's a merit badge is what that fucking is. Yeah.
I'm gonna dig a hole and put you in it. Perfect. Free real estate. <laughs> Millennial thinking right there. <laughs> so one of the things that like we talked about a little bit, Dave, with like me and Travis was the fact that like back then it was a different time. We make it sound like we grew up in the forties, which it kind of was like that. But uh our parents would just let us roam, like period. It was like my mom would be like, be back tomorrow. <laughs> and yeah. You're just out in the woods. But one of the things that we were talking about was the fact that, like, if you live in the woods, pitch black is pitch black. Like, if you're on the road, there's no, like, overhang. There's no streetlights. So it's just darkness. And you're just, like, engulfed. Even though you lived in town, like, <laughs> I, I got to imagine there's still parts of your street that were like that still. Like, there's not a lot of light pollution when you're in northern Michigan. Yeah, as a as a kid who was afraid of the dark, my, like, you know, my, my room, or not not my room, but, like, my road was fucking terrifying. Your road was always super scary because, number one, there's feral cats that just lived in all of the abandoned buildings on your street. <laughs> they would just no, come out no, and they roads. would rob you. No, that, that house was not abandoned. The, the, the <laughs> it should lived. have been. How about that? It should it, have been abandoned. It should have. The cats lived within the siding of the house. <laughs> uh, but the other thing was, too, is like you were like the one street in town that didn't have any streetlights for no reason. Like, a lot of people lived on your street. They just, like, the, the town government was like, Mm-mm, not them. <laughs> That's where the so cats live. To see at night, peasants. So my street was a dead end road. It had uh, one intersection, which would be where you know where the the road really started. That was where one streetlight was. The other streetlight was at the end of the dead end road, which was my yard. Nothing in between, and we're not talking like it's it's like a short road for like cars. Yeah. But it's still, you know, it's a half a mile. Like, it's not nothing. <laughs> it's just like in between, it's like nothing. You're like, well, I guess there's just darkness engulfing me until I get to this other side street. Also leads up to a church because everything does. <laughs> church is all the way down, man. This, that's the other creepy thing. So we talk about being in the middle of the woods, right? Being near all this darkness. The one thing you can count on, which if you're religious, I suppose it probably looks like like salvation. But you can be you know 40 meters you know 400 kilometers like in the middle of the woods like me and travis were like there's no lights there's no sounds there's no power there's no electricity there will be a church though oh yeah <laughs> absolutely definitely there will for sure be a church and not oh, just like the sure. church is like on the side of the road which there's tons of those too where it's like you, you know you haven't seen a house that's not a farm for miles no no businesses nothing like that no no street signs nothing like that but we're talking like the middle of the woods like no road connects to this point and you'll find a small place where people congregate for church it, again it's uplifting if you're religious if you're not and you're a young boy and you're in the woods and you just find it's pews terrifying. you're like oh Oh, this is where they raise Satan. I, I guess I don't. Yeah. I guess I do believe in God now. Because <laughs> can, can, we, can we talk about the fact that our our town had an airport, and then, but but that airport was not part of the town. It was like fucking miles out, and then directly next to that airport, which was surrounded by woods, was just a church. <laughs> you want to yep. know? Before it was a church, it was a marble company. <laughs> what? Yep. They built yep. marble floors. Dude, that's where um that's where freaking Bob's dad worked. Yeah, shout out to Marble Era, now defunct, but for you know, forty years or something like that. Something like hell? that. Yeah, like yeah, a crazy, crazy amount of time. And then when it shut down, you just had this hangar not next to the it was next to the airplanes but different than the airplane hangar which was smaller strangely enough yeah and we're like what are we gonna fucking do with this it was a mill for a short amount of time and then it was converted to a church because it was just it was real estate and like you couldn't do anything with it you know my, my dad was like practically like a uh, custodian for that um air, airport actually i don't doubt it because like, like, and, like it's, and, it's not strange to me at all and when i say custodian i mean he had the key to two of the buildings there yeah well that's the thing like the way our town worked is if you were an old man you just ran it and like you would think like oh government like yeah sure that was part of it but just like you just had keys to buildings yeah like you just had keys, you just had keys to buildings our, like our the amount of people that had keys to our elementary school like the oh, list God, is expansive weird. That's terrifying, honestly. Yeah, and it was like it's just like going to a government building. You think, oh, you see, you see people at work. No, no, you see Dave's dad who has a key to the office. Like, oh, do you work here? Not really. Like, technically, I'm a councilman. Like, I remember I started working for the local government for a short amount of time, and I worked up at the community center every once in a while. I worked with your sister on some nights, 
And I remembered at one point someone needed something. And I was like, oh, is there like, do I have to know a code for a security thing? No, no, no. Seven different old men <laughs> just handed me keys. They're like, no, no, no. This will get you wherever <laughs> you need to go. <laughs> it was like a skeleton key type situation. And I was like, what's this one for? They're like, well, if you go 27 miles outside of town, technically in a different county, but they're now defunct. They don't exist anymore. It's a ghost town. But there's a shed there. This will get you in. I'm like, oh, is there something in there? They're like, not that we talk about. It's it's like the free, it's like the Freemasons, but less interesting and more alcoholic. Wait, dude, that is the perfect way to describe it. You would think you would see these men in town with these like large gold rings and like a secret handshake. You're like, oh my god, are you guys part of some sort of brotherly fraternity? And they're like, no, <laughs> we are local government, son. I'm like, oh, okay. What does that mean? It means we have keys. That's it. Oh, are you paid well? <laughs> Not even a little bit, but we can tell you Pay, how high that fence is. Paid in keys. Exactly. We can tell you exactly how high that fence can be. And every Sunday, we go to the hunting lodge and drink beer. So they're off a little bit. Just, Just a little, little bit. bit. That's the Lord's Day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about all of it was the really strange, like, squabbles they would get into in the middle of the woods. Like, not, so you would find these strange, like, churches out in the middle of the woods. Like, okay, so there's just people getting baptized in a river, you know, 14 clicks south for some reason. Hallelujah. And exactly. But all of the men that ran the town, it was, they were like different factions because they all went to one of the different 400 churches. <laughs> oh my God. Like, like, oh, this, like, oh, we don't talk to Ralph. Ralph's Lutheran. Like, oh, okay. So he's weird. Like, no, no, no. Like, he, he runs the, the elementary school in the community you, center. Like, okay. You a million son of a bitch. <laughs> it just, it made no sense. And they just continued to be in power, in quotations, for a long time, to the point where they all took turns being mayor because our town forgot to vote for one. Yeah. We just forgot to elect a mayor. So, like, they would take turns being interim mayor for, like, 20 years they did this. Like, I remember coming over to, like, talk to your dad, and your dad would be like, yeah, I can't. I'm mayor this week. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? He's like, yeah, we all take turns. Like, how long has this been going on? Forever. Normally, this would be the part where I'm like, Terry, that's just not right. Except it is. It's, it's fucking true. correct. <laughs> when, 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 my, when my dad told me that he's just, like, fucking mayor pro tem this week, I'm like, what? What? What, what the hell does that mean? I'm like, Dad, why don't you just run for like, Do you have more keys? <laughs> He's like, here's some keys, son. I was, like, proud. I, was like, I was like, Dad, just like run for mayor. Like we we can run this town. And he's like, no, that's too much responsibility. I don't want that. And I'm like, what responsibility? There's 14 people that live here. The only thing that we do is we make sure that that man's fence is a little bit taller because his dog can get out <laughs> and make sure that the liquor store can get just a little bit closer to the elementary school every year. My dad, it fought, it crawls. My dad fought for fucking 10 years on that council to get a fucking band shell built in town. <laughs> and we never got the shell. Nope. <laughs> it got a yard. Yep. <laughs> got a, a little a little plot of property that said site of it says like future site of Banshell. And I'm just like, that's not gonna happen. Dude, that's my favorite cool. thing was like how many people tried it. So for context, we have a, a park, which is barely could be called a park. It's a field with like a like half a jungle gym and a swing. That is it. That is that is uh the park if you want to know. If you want to Google it, you know what? I don't fuck it. I don't care. It's not like people own this. It's Emmerich Park. So you can you can Google Emmerich Park. It's a it might have been renamed or something, but that's a real park where I we live. Still that. And uh right next to it actually used to be a T ball field. It was a little league field technically, but T ball practice there. But they stopped doing anything with it like 35 years ago. But people still would go to practice T ball before they built new parks down by the power plant. The power plant played much closer after the soot incident (laughs) much closer to the soot it It was the mea culpa like here let's put more children by the park (laughs) but anyways that's a story for later okay so there used to be this t-ball field and when they stopped putting like t-ball shit there it was just like this vague shape of a like a diamond right like but it was an empty field next to a dam and what uh, in quotations was a park so next to that one swing and a pavilion, which was a big deal in our town because we didn't have buildings. So the pavilion was a big deal. You could get out a of the rain there. A lot of things happened at the pavilion. Oh, dude, we Where don't talk you? about things that happened at the pavilion. Mm-hmm. But I think I will so use the picture of me and Dave dressed up as the Bee Gees for some reason um, playing <laughs> at the pavilion. Well, we were staying uh, alive. We were staying alive, barely, because all the soot. 
Um, so that park was renamed and bought and sold a, something like 25 different times, almost all times by our local government. <laughs> <laughs> and it you essentially like every few years you'd walk over there and there'd be a new sign saying you know incoming or this fall or whatever it's going to be this and it has never been that <laughs> it has never been anything but an empty diamond shaped field with a vague hill where the <laughs> where the dugouts used to be you want to know what the big conflict of that was what's that they couldn't put a band shell there because it was so close to a residential area on the other side of the fucking hill <laughs> And those old assholes were like, no, we, we don't we don't want a band shell and kids will play music there and we won't be able to sleep in the middle of the day. And I'm just like, and none of you. them there. We live there. Yeah. We we rented a house there. <laughs> oh, like, but it was so crazy. I, like my dad actually tried to do a lot of shit for that town. He tried to put up like an ice skating rink and all sorts of different shit. Well, he was into Romare. Please yeah. tell me the ice skating rink was supposed to be in that field. No, you know it's it supposed to be in the in the like the fucking empty fucking like really bad field that was next to the high school. Oh, okay, yeah, that for no reason. It was like the one place you couldn't grow corn because they had grown corn there for like sixty years. Yeah, like the dirt was all like like, like there was no soil left there. It was yeah, just dead dirt. It was like a desert. It wasn't like even farmland or anything. It wasn't nice looking. There was like all sorts of shitty weeds growing in it. I think they actually tried to build build condos there a few years ago, and it like there was always lumber stacked up. They were going to get started, and never did. Yeah, and then it just <laughs> rotted on the side of the road. <laughs> That's a Added lot of our it. town. Um, so <laughs> one I will talk about one of their biggest achievements. Uh, my favorite thing to talk about in town, other than growing out in the woods. So we often talk about being that far in the woods. There's not a lot of <laughs> career aspirations, right? You could either um work at the walmart <laughs> like almost an hour away you could um work at one of the gas stations or be a mechanic because everyone still had have cars because we're so far separated but it's a pretty good career path if you live in our town if you work on cars you're kind of a celebrity um but the other thing you could do was cut down trees <laughs> you could be a lumberjack or some sort of mill worker like that was a pretty pretty set thing because there were so many trees but what we didn't have was a mill we had one for a small amount of time but you would have to sell it to other mills around there and there was other deals you'd have to work out so what the town decided to do was to build a mill where the old mill used to be because we were on a river there's a very large very, oh, like bridge in our town we're called uh again if you want to google it um uh we lived in hillman uh, apologies all of the names have been made up these are all lies just so i don't get sued um but we live yep. in a place called hillman and there's a very large river that separates the hill and instead of <laughs> moving the town somewhere else they just built a bridge you know <laughs> nothing will stop us from <laughs> being old and white here um so they built a bridge <laughs> and uh, like right next to the bridge where the river flowed through thunder bay river they built a mill and that was there for a long time until other <laughs> dare i say other career choices opened up because <laughs> they're definitely closed now so the mill was no longer there so what one of the things that our council decided to do is hey let's take a bunch of government money and instead of building something good with the town that new people will care about whether they're young old just people moving there no no what they decided to build was the one thing they were nostalgic for which was a mill and my favorite thing about the the mill that they built as a tourist attraction which no tourist has ever set foot in um was that they had the classic mill wheel like like exactly what you're thinking of there's a big wheel that spins in the water now does the river run that way mm -mm. no it, it so the wheel is turning the wrong way and i they you ask how does that work well it doesn't it's <laughs> it's electrically run it costs the town money to make the wheel turn yeah half, half, <laughs> fucking crazy we have a time. fake mill <sighs> Half the time, the water it. level was so it. low, the water didn't even touch it. <laughs> the water doesn't even touch the wheel like 65% nope. of the year. It's so far above and the another water 25% the it's of not it even is, by like, it's winter. It's not even by a small margin either. It's like a lot. Like, there's a huge <laughs> you fucking You can stand space between... beneath it. Oh, yeah. Easily. 
oh god it was just my favorite thing when that was built and they were all so <laughs> proud of it and i felt so bad because you know what do old white men have to be proud of really so like i didn't want to take this from them but oh, <laughs> i remember how do you know, my dad's on the village council oh i had god. to go there so many times I'm so like, many times place. like i would message you and you'd be like dude i'm up at the mill with my dad i'm like all right i'll come up there and i go up there and they were so proud of it and it's <laughs> it's made out of wood that's not even local. It's not even a wood that we could have there. It's some sort of like cherry wood that doesn't grow in Michigan. It is a nice <laughs> building, though. It is a gorgeous building. I will give them that the architecture for it. And I guess it was kind of based off the original plan. So like there is a little bit now that I am an old white man. Like I'm like, oh, that's neat. Uh, you know, you, you throw that word into your vernacular. You're like, oh, is it cool? Mm, son, that's neat. Oh, That's you know nifty. What? I, I will give them points. It did have solar panels. It does have solar panels. Are they hooked up to anything? Eh, it's, <laughs> it makes you wonder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'd like to believe that they make the wheel turn. They're trying. God bless them. Ah, oh, God. Who has the keys to that building is what I want to know. Uh, my dad. So many people. <laughs> so Your dad who doesn't even live in that town anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. It's just so interesting. And, like, <laughs> the amount of times where our town would just own different pieces of land because people would just up and leave the state. There's like, we're done. And the town would repossess it. Does that go to like the state government? Uh, uh, local governments. Right. So local government, would they sell it? Mm -mm, Cause this is a historic land park mark now. Why? Well, there was a farm here 75 years ago and they grew corn. Okay. There's, <laughs> there's farms here now that grow corn. Like, yeah, no, you don't understand. But this one was old. Yeah, oh, if, okay. If you go about oh, three shit. miles that way, you'll find a farm that holy shit grows corn except for like i the amount of times i had heard your dad and other people from the council like arguing with people from like the historic society going listen this is not anything historical no one cares like this is talking about historic the historic society so if you don't know in a lot of states but especially michigan the historic society will come out put a placard and it'll now be a protected piece of land you get some stipends from the government to help keep it up but keep it in its original place it's a real thing that happens and especially in old towns like where we live, except for it has to be of note. It has to be like a famous person there. It has to be part of society for a very long time, some sort of staple. It has to be a cornerstone. That's what it is. <laughs> Nothing of such substance existed where we live. <laughs> so they would argue like, no, 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 this is, this is, we get the historic society on this that will preserve it. Like, they don't like, we don't want to preserve it, get rid of it, burn it down. Now, the only cornerstone in our town was the <laughs> fucking liquor store we worked at. <laughs> liquor style <laughs> like that you know it's funny you mentioned that because that was like one of the first ford dealerships in like northern michigan and it was like at one point there was a big piece of contention because we had this like i don't know what you would call him a baron i guess you could call call jimmer like shout out to jimmer he owned half the town because he worked at this he worked at this like ford like dealership and he got a little bit older he saved up a bunch of money and he goes you know what i could build a bar there so he builds a bar across the street and then he buy then he makes enough money off the bar. He goes, you know what? I could build a liquor store there. He buys the liquor store, turns it into a get like buys the old dealership, turns into a liquor store, turns it into a gas station and slowly like, <laughs> like takes over the entire town. So like captain of industry, that's the one part I would say you could probably get his historic society on there now because like it did so much for the economy at the time, which was just mills. Yeah. That, that liquor store, I've got to say it was like, three different buildings one of them being someone's house frankenstein <laughs> together and it was just turned into a, this fucking store people didn't like it doesn't really make sense like like the amount of times that you had to get like different code operators out there like from the government because it's against code like because like, it, it there was no joke what he's saying is true it was three different buildings that were slowly patched together so there was a dealership then there was a show floor and then there was a warehouse and they were once all separate buildings but when me and dave worked there in the aughts it had been combined into one building and it was slowly over like patchwork like architecture and like a lot of like breezeway walls like if you were to walk through it like it's just like there's just parts where you pass through and it's like a hallway where we have stored like inventory, like the breeze would just hit you because it's not really a building. It's more like a shed yeah. <laughs> that they just like put into one roof like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the, what it was. The first time I set foot in the storage room where we kept all the liquor, I looked over at the far wall and saw a door that would lead <laughs> to nowhere. And I was like, that used to be someone's fucking front door. 
the hell is that Dave, doing there? Dave, it doesn't lead to nowhere. It leads to the other place. <laughs> yes, yes, my bad. You pass through that door, you're in another world. <laughs> it was so scary. That's also like you know a building should be part of the historic society when it's haunted. Like yeah, that's it, how you know a building is old. Like was, I don't believe like, in ghosts, but that place was haunted. It was like the fucking door that would lead you to like the 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 other other world in like fucking Coraline. Exactly, or Stranger Things. Like that's yeah. the upside down. Like that's that's how you get there is if you go through that door, like all the spirits will pull you in. It's like that door to nothingness in uh, Beetlejuice. Oh god, like, we can leave, and it's like there's just like sandworms from Dune out there. <laughs> And it was like that, too, because it was so strange. The liquor room was the one room in that entire place that that I did have a key to, uh, strangely enough. And it was it was a different building because it was actually someone else's house. So you walk in there and this is a building that's like all concrete. And you walk in there, it's carpeted. There's insulation. I'm like, where where am I? It's like it's like a haunted motel. It's like you're like you walk in and now you're in The Shining because you open up this room. You're like, oh, now I'm in 1975. OK, this is weird. <laughs> This is weird. And I walk in here. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want a cigarette. I don't smoke. That's weird. It's very, very strange. I want I want a cigarette. I want to wear a suit. And uh, I think I want to make sure, you know, my wife knows her place. This is strange. I don't know (laughs) what is happening in here. I feel like I need to hit my son for standing up to me. This is this is a strange place in time that I'm in here. Like all of the labels to age another 30 years. When you when you you go there, you move the liquor out. You're like, oh, this is. This is Jack's grape scotch, but you put it in there. It's like the first bottle of Jack Daniels ever. All, all your shirts suddenly have coffee stains on them. Exactly. God, I'm like, where the fuck am I? And it, it's just such a strange time. And like, we joke about that stuff, but we li- we lived in a very backwards town when it comes to time. Like we didn't have the internet for a very, very, very long time. So you would see, you'd see a kid riding a Huffy, but also next to him, you'd see a man who has an age in a black and white, <laughs> black and white photo driving, you know, um, uh, the Model T basically just going through there. Like it's a time capsule yeah, of all our, different sorts. Our hometown, swear to God, was just, an episode of the twilight zone on fucking loop definitely definitely or to 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 relate to no one but just my nostalgia brain um if you listen to right in the fields you know that i'm insane person it it relates to eerie indiana you ever watched that one it was basically twilight zone for the for kids i never well i i've heard of it but i've never seen it yeah, of course not, because, again, four people watched it and I, you know, I was one of those people because I'm an insane pop culture nerd. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to explain it here. Erie, Indiana. Go Google it. There was two iterations of it. They were both amazing. There was a crossover episode. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. And <laughs> if you've been listening to all of this and you enjoyed it, go check out Right in the Fields. You can listen to me make really strange off kilter pop culture references like that, like referencing Erie, Indiana at the middle of a or at the end of a podcast. I mean, no one's heard of either one. Um, you can listen to me argue with our co host Chelsea about all sorts of other pop culture things. Like sometimes we just argue about who's the better 90s pop artist. Was it Rob Thomas or Britney Spears? Spoilers, it's Britney Spears, you dumbass. If you're listening to this, Chelsea, damn. you're wrong. It was not Rob Thomas. Wow. Oh, damn. It's, it's, Shots being fired. it's Britney. So Mitch, when's exactly. the. When's the rep beef going to happen? <laughs> oh, what's happening now? I'm getting ready to drop those fat beats. We're going to do that on the next episode. So if you oh. like this, <laughs> subscribe, Jeez. drop a review. It helps go a long way. Tell your friends, t- tell your mom. You know, everyone's listening to this out there. Uh, <laughs> but, but seriously, put a review. It really, really helps. Five stars. People will actually be able to find it on the charts. I appreciate that. One of our most listed two episodes on the entire network is the episode where Travis talks about how he used to be a drug dealer, allegedly. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Dude, it's like super it's like, popular. Is it? It's strangely popular. And if you want to hear that story, you can check out one of our other podcasts. Um, I almost said Can't Be Killed Confessions, which you do do an episode on. I'll get in that in a second. But you can go listen to Persons of No Consequence, where I sit down with a person who's not internet famous, you know, someone who won't get their own Wikipedia page, and they tell me crazy stories because of anonymity until I drop their name 45 times. Um, <laughs> like we have stories on there with like a former drug dealer, allegedly, and all of the crazy things that happen when you sell drugs, allegedly, in northern Michigan. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. And if you want to hear the stories of what else happens to Travis when he's not selling drugs, like peeing himself on a date or me shitting myself in a movie theater because I watched Spider-Man or 
why I don't think Lord of the Rings is that good. Um, you can listen to another podcast of mine called Can't Be Killed Confessions, where I have different hosts from all of our different shows tell crazy and embarrassing stories or hot takes on something. And you can just listen to us spill our guts and you can laugh at us for a few minutes. It's really short, five to 15 minutes. Really fun to listen to. And finally, what the what I list right in the fields, aiming for mediocrity. That's this show. Persons of No Consequence, Can't Be Killed Confessions. Oh, yeah. One last two let three last things to plug check out our web comics over on our website can't be killed all of our contents there along with web comics that we make i write and illustrate a web comic called d and do this that comes out every other sunday it's you know classic sunday morning funnies about D players and how bad they are at the game because we're all horrible at the game and all the crazy mm-hmm. shenanigans that they get into and then another story that's is much better art because it's illustrated by my wife <laughs> written by me, illustrated by my wife that we've created called The Adventures of Lulu and Ronnie about two little girls. Um, it's very uh, inspired by like uh, Gendy Tartakovsky and all of those like Hanna-Barbera 90s cartoons. It wasn't even Hanna-Barbera. Was it still technically that? It was Cartoon um, Network cartoons. Yeah, but yeah, all yeah. the shenanigans they get into in the adventures and all their feelings in between because that's the th- my favorite thing when you write about kids. All the feelings that, you know, kids cry at the like moment's notice but they also are like little sociopaths sometimes so it's like we're just mm-hmm. gonna murder each other today so you can check out the adventures of lulu and ronnie and finally if you didn't hate all of this if you're like huh they're fine you can check out our patreon patreon.com slash can't be killed creations come give us a buck or two it helps keeps the lights on helps make sure i can let dave out of his closet every once in a while and get some feed scraps travis has not earned the right to leave yet but if you give us more money we'll let him out of the basement as well uh it goes a long way it helps us make new shows and helps make these shows bigger and better you get lots of early content lots of bonus content sometimes we'll make customized content just for you personally so go check that out patreon.com I have no more plugs to make. Email us at campycodecreations at gmail.com if you want to complain about all these plugs. You can find us on all the social media at campycodecreations or campycodecreations pod. And I am on all the social media at Resident Steel. Travis, do you want to plug anything? Sorry, we're out. <laughs>